Hello and good morning. After the recent news from Canada, do you wish you would rather be there than here? No, I am not talking about the Niagara Falls, the wonderful Vancouver, or the pristine states of the so-called Atlantic provinces. That's Newfoundland, New Brunswick, and so on. No, I am talking about the youthfulness that you find in Canada. It's a young country, as modern countries go. But more importantly, this youth is even with their Prime Minister, the 47-year-old Justin Trudeau. All his attitudes and actions reflect the youthful manner that the Canadians in general display. But here I have to make sure I don't overemphasize and express myself. Not everything in Canada is to my liking, and not every decision by the Canadian government with Trudeau at its head is totally to my liking. But when I asked the question at the start of the talk as to whether you would rather be in Canada than Britain, it's because I'm assuming that the majority of the listeners I'm addressing are probably of a young age. And so I assume that they have noted the latest bit of news we got from Canada, and that is that cannabis has been legalized over there. People were gathering in the open spaces and joining in a countdown to midnight when the law takes effect. I have no idea what happened after that, but I sincerely hope that the whole or the majority of the population in Canada are not already so doped that no one is fit for work and the country is in a state of stupor and shutdown. Well, I hope not. But this is an interesting experiment going on out there. Canada is the second country in the world to legalize cannabis, the other one being Uruguay, a small Latin American country in the southeastern region of South America, bordering with Argentina to its west and Brazil to its north and east. In these two countries, cannabis is fully legalized, and so we can, it can be bought and sold with total immunity. However, There are other different legal settings for the use of cannabis as a recreational substance. For example, there are already nine states in the United States of America, including the District of Columbia in Washington, that are already jumping the guns and legalizing its use, and this is in challenge to the federal law where it is still illegal. In other countries, such as Georgia and South Africa, court rulings have led to the legalization of personal use of the substance. So the situation appears to shape up like a a wave of step-by-step legalizing or at least turning a blind eye on personal use of cannabis for recreation. The portents are that it will remain progressive as more and more countries find it difficult to resist the pressure to follow the legalization trail. I wish, however, it was that simple, but the situation is more complex, because some of us may be confused between cannabis and cannabinoid. Put simply, cannabis is a recreational, but also a mind-changing substance, whereas cannabinoid is a medicine. It is an extract of cannabis, as indeed are other extracts, and it is used medicinally, especially for long-term pain or pain of a severe nature that is not responding to the usual painkillers. It is also found to be useful in such chronic neurological conditions such as multiple sclerosis. 
So, effectively, we have two pressure waves, one for the fund-seeking populations and the other for the relief-seeking patients. The latter are helped with some medical opinion that supports the occasional need for such medication as is provided by the cannabinoid fraction of the cannabis resin. Lately, we have seen some acceptance by our NHS authorities to allow use of this substance after all. Of course, as a retired doctor, I'm prepared to concur with the medical opinion on the use of any substance that has been and shown proven action in one or other for cure or relief of a medical complaint. Provided, and this is an important caveat that any doctor will agree with, that the harm that can result from the use of such a substance is more than can be justified by its use. This is an argument that goes on and on for some situations, but I do not believe it will be a serious argument in the case of the use of cannabinoid as a medicinal agent prescribed deliberately by qualified medics. I am, however, happy to join an argument with regards to the legalization of cannabis for purely recreational use. The strongest in favor is, of course, that it spikes massive money made by dealers when it is illegal. All the activities of the mafia and other types of gangs, the feuds and the cruelty of using the so-called donkeys, that is simple people or even children, to act as mules taking the stuff from area to area or even from country to country and so on, putting their lives at great risk. All this would disappear if cannabis is legalized. Except it doesn't. Because these gangs already have the other substances such as opium, cocaine and others to trade in and feud on. But my strongest argument against legalizing the use of cannabis is that the users will never stop at cannabis. In my experience around the world, it is so clear to me that cannabis is but the entry-level drug to the other stronger and more seriously dangerous ones. All these states that boast their liberal credentials in legalizing are really just buying a bit of time. But this prevarication will come back to haunt them when they see how the, their people have just gone from stronger to stronger material. So, do I have an answer? Well, I hope I have. First, I have no difficulty accepting the use of cannabinoid medically and under medical supervision. But for recreation, my answer is for real and widespread education of the public to appreciate that a small step in the direction of addiction to recreation substances is nothing other than a big journey to ultimate destruction physically and mentally. This is the best answer I have. Goodbye.